to Seeing Beyond Risk, a podcast series from the Canadian Institute of Actuaries. I'm Chris Vivoli, Staff Actuary Communications and Public Affairs at the CIA. On July 1st of this year, Jackie Friedland begins her term as CIA President, succeeding Michel Saint-Germain. So to take a look back on his year as President, Michel joins us today. Thanks very much for coming on the episode. Well, thanks, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. So when you became president-elect a year ago, or two years ago, we, of course, had no idea that the year would turn out to be like it was. So maybe you can start off by telling us what was the biggest adjustment you had to make in this year where everything was being done remotely. So I was elected president in May 2019. And you're right, Chris, I did not know that coming early in 2020, I would see one of the biggest changes that we've seen in our society. Um, So when I was elected, I did probably what all presidents did, which is uh, let's try to meet as many members, as many leaders as possible. I'm a pension practitioner, know very little about the other practitioners' practices. So I went to the annual meeting in June 2019 in Montreal, met as many people as possible, and went around, uh, went to the head office, met the board members, the chair councils, and also the presidents of the other international organizations. And within that context, uh, I saw that there was a, a meeting in February 2020 in Vancouver, the pension seminar, actually the pension and investment seminar. That was an excellent seminar, by the way. And I said, let's go out and meet the Western practitioners, uh, that would be helpful. So I went there and I tried to combine this with other visits in British Columbia. And some of you may know that um, I got stuck in some remote areas of BC and did not come back to Montreal until five months later in June. So like many of a few, I had to learn to transform phone calls and real meeting of people with Zoom. And I became what is now famous. I became a Zoomer. And I I saw the first board meeting of the CIA led by Mark and congratulating, I'm congratulating Mark in converting a real meeting of the board into virtual meeting. Uh, He he made the turn. And similarly, uh, all our meetings were converted into virtual meetings. And I want to thank and recognize here the volunteers at head office that were able to make that change very quickly. I think overall, I want to say this, the CIA and the actuaries adjusted to the new environment and good for us. We did show our ability to adjust to uh, an environment that is changing. I look at employers of factories, insurance companies, and pension plans, they kept functioning. Claims were paid, pensions were paid, contributions got in, investments were made, and that uh, is in part thanks to, to actuaries. The CIA kept doing what it was doing before, issuing educational notes, standards, uh, educational opportunities, uh, because volunteers kept volunteering. Although some of them, and I do want to recognize them, had a hard time. Uh, I know that those, especially in Ontario, where schools were were canceled, had to cope with 
the same working pressure to be done virtually and family pressures of having to take care of, of kids at home. So I really want to recognize uh, those people. I think it's now time to think about the post-pandemic environment. And I, I have no better knowledge than other actuaries on what it would like, will look like. My view, uh, and I want to share this with you, is not as much that we're not going, going back to where we were. My sense of the effect of the pandemic is that we're probably going to be uh, next year, next fall, where we would have been anyway uh, four or five years from now. It has accelerated changes uh, in the sense that we're going to see a world that is more flexible, a world where technology will become more important. And I'm fully confident that we will adapt to this environment. So that's um, my sense of what the pandemic has meant to actuaries and the CIA grids. Okay. I know one of the things that we were able to do this year, although it was virtual, was to pay visits to the local actuarial clubs. We did that last fall and uh, earlier this year. I just wonder if you could share what things are members most interested in talking about or hearing about? Uh, what was your impression of that? So I, I did say that as part of my role uh, is, is to meet people. And I was really looking at the opportunity of going across the country and meeting the members through the actuarial clubs. Uh, pandemic has made this impossible. Uh, but luckily, uh, we have people like you, Chris, and like the chair of the actuarial clubs, who were able to organize a series of virtual meetings uh, where I participated, some of them with Jackie. And I do want to say this is important for the leaders of the CIA to be in touch with members. It was very interesting for me. First of all, uh, it allows me to exchange with practitioners from other practices than the pension practice uh, and to see the range of things that we're doing. But more importantly, these, these clubs are run by the next generation of factories. And believe me, that is very inspiring. These young people will do a good job of making sure that actuaries remain relevant. Uh, and by the way, I do encourage the older actuaries to go to the actuarial clubs and see how good the young actuaries are. We did cover a full range of topics, including uh, what is the impact of the pandemic and what opportunities it creates for actuaries. And for some clubs, the new accounting rule for insurance companies was very important. And let, let me repeat, the younger crowds do not see the new accounting rules as a threat, but as an opportunity for actuaries to show that they can add value to their employer. Diversity was an, an important topic. Members really wanted to know why we initiated various actions in connection to diversity and why it is important that the doors of becoming an actuaries be open to everybody and why diversity and inclusion makes us a better organization. Uh, we did discuss uh, what I would call big data. It has all sorts of names. And many actuaries, in particular those in PNC, again, see this as an opportunity. Actuaries now have an incredible access to a variety of data to result in 
better pricing, better services to our employers. But it does result in a challenge in that uh, we see the coming of a new type of professional, the data scientists, that's in a certain way are going to compete with our expertise. Lots of interest in public statements. Um, This was the period where PharmaCare, our position on PharmaCare, was being developed. So members were very interested in the reason why the CIA is making those public statements. And in general, most people believe that our public position contributes to the building of the brand of factories and that we can add value to the policymakers in taking positions. And finally, uh, climate change uh, was something that interested members. Um, What is uh, our role in adapting to the various requirements to recognize uh, what is really something that will affect in the future our society? So Chris, um, I hope that Jackie will continue the the tradition of meeting members, especially younger members, uh, through those actual clubs. Yeah, certainly hope to, we'll be able to do that. Um, let, let's take a minute and just uh, check back on the CIA strategic plan. Um, I just want to know your impressions. How have we performed this year relative to our plan? And going forward, are there any areas that you think we'll need to pay a little more attention to? So we do have a strategic plan, so I encourage members to uh, go look at it. Uh, there are various views on what a strategic plan is supposed to do. Um, some people see it as a sort of a monitoring tool where management or leadership uh, will monitor how well we did against every single initiative that is identified in the plan. Uh, other, and I'm really in this camp, uh, what is important is to keep the focus on the main objectives of the strategic plan. And the main objectives are the CIA is there to support our members through educational opportunities, um, educational know through standards. Second is to make sure that members and in particular volunteers are fully engaged into the success of the profession and to influence public policymakers. These are the three main objectives. And what is important is to keep our focus on these objectives and remain flexible and adaptable. And the reality is we need to be adaptable because there are things such as the pandemic. We had to react to uh, the fact that people were working at home and that volunteers, some volunteers had a hard time with their jobs and their family. And we also had to remain flexible because new initiatives needed to be looked at. In particular, the board last year has decided to look in things that were not really in the strategic plan. And those include the diversity issue uh, that was triggered by the events in the U.S. And and the board decided that uh, we need to look at this question. We need to make sure that everybody is welcome as an actuary. We did recognize the challenges of big data, data scientists, So we did establish an initiative uh, where this would be better reflected in our educational offerings. And finally, um, many of you must have seen it in the last uh, few months, we proposed significant change to our qualification requirements. 
we are in the middle of developing and with final approval uh, at the next board meeting of having a, a pathway to become fellows that would be entirely Canadian. It would be optional and would use all the new technology that will be available to educate people and to test their knowledge. Uh, stay tuned. You're going to see a lot of things next year on this point. I think overall, when I, I look at what happened last year, we did meet the main objectives of the strategy plan. We did, we did support members with educational notes, in particular in connection with the new accounting requirements. We have proposed a lot of webcasts in different areas. Some are very, very technical, very actuarial. Others are very general and will help actuaries to better understand their environment. The quality of our virtual meetings was quite impressive. If you look at Act 20 last November and the upcoming Act 21, the appointed actuary seminar, the PEC, etc. cetera. Uh, sure, we lack the human contacts of those meetings, but nevertheless, in terms of what somebody can learn, uh, we were able to learn a lot of new stuff through those meetings. The track record of our research council is, is impressive. The, there's a long, long list of research projects, many of which we have delivered last year and many others will be delivered in the upcoming months and years. We issue a good number of public policy. Uh, there was the farmer care position, but we also replied to more than 20 requests from policymakers to react to proposed changes in regulations and in other areas. And finally, we continue our outreach program with employers of factories and with regulators and policy makers. So overall, uh, Chris, uh, I'm quite proud of the work done by our, our some 600 plus volunteers. The Institute kept doing what it should be doing and kept contributing to the well-being of the profession. Okay, very good. Uh, earlier, you mentioned, of course, that your, your background is in pensions. So I'm just wondering, uh, is there anything that you learned about our various practice areas this year that you would like to see encouraged or addressed going forward? So more than my background is in pension, Chris, I've been a pension practitioner for more than 45 years with the same employers. And that, that's why the timing of me becoming president was, was so good. I decided to retire as a pension practitioner and, and really look at what the full range of actuarial services. I do want to thank here uh, my other piece. It's, it's, it's quite interesting to see that uh, since I'm involved with the board, when I look at what I call the three Ps, they all came from different backgrounds. I've learned a lot of, from them, from Jackie on the PNC and from John and Mark on the life insurance side. The fact that we operate in different practices is both an opportunity and a challenge. An opportunity in that we can learn from the other practices. They all face the same issues in connection with actuarial assumption, actuarial standards. And through the collection of discussions on those issues, 
I believe that this results in a better CIE. But it offers some challenges. Different practitioners do think differently. For example, in setting up best estimate assumptions, in recognizing the value of market information versus this concept of mean reversion. A good example of this is also um, different assumptions in connection with improvements in mortality. These differences are at times difficult to reconcile, and we need to work on those. And I'll come back on this. We need to support uh, new practices better. Each practice has their different challenges, and we need to recognize this. And that's a really challenge for the board and for the council. Pension practitioners are part of this shift from corporate pension plans where benefits were promised by employers to an environment where individuals are basically left on themselves uh, in managing their retirement risk. And actuaries have to define uh, what is their role in that new environment. Life actuaries are really now focused on the new accounting role and, and trying to define what is the new role of factories in an environment where accounting and many financial information will be driven by accounting standards. PNC actuaries have access to an incredible amount of data, and they can do all sorts of new things through technology, resulting in better pricing and better risk classification, but are facing the challenge of competition from data scientists. I want to say a few words about those practicing in the actuarial evidence practice. I've got a lot of sympathy for those people. Um, those are real actuaries dealing with real people. That's contrary to the other practices where we deal through corporations and senior executives, and they face every competition from other practices. And finally, there are all the new practices. And at the beginning of my term, I really had the objective of uh, improving the support of those uh, practitioners. We've done some, uh, but really not enough. And I hope Jackie will continue in improving in the support that we give to those new practices. I think we've done a lot of progress on climate change. And, and I can see that in the future, more and more actuaries will be involved in managing the risk of climate change. But when I look at those actuaries uh, operating in investments, in health, how to improve the health of employees, and into retirement financial planning, I think the CIA could do a much better job of supporting those practitioners. So Chris, uh, different practice areas are both an opportunity and a challenge. All right. Yeah, we'll be having a separate episode where we talk to Jackie as she starts her term as president. I'm just wondering, do you have any advice for her as her tenure starts? Well, first of all, uh, the profession is in good hands with Jackie. She has been a long-term volunteer, not only for the CIA, but with other professional organizations, including the IAA, the International Actuarial Association. Uh, She's different, uh, the same way as I was different from Mark, as I was different uh, from John. She has our own style, and that's a good thing. As you know, she's very active in the area of diversity and qualification. You will hear from her on those two initiatives. She's really committed in having 
the, um, the Keynesian Institute of Factories and the actual profession representing the, the whole diversity of the Keynesian population and in making the conversion to new qualification requirements of success. If I would uh, give her some advice, um, this would be as follows. The success of the CIA depends on volunteers. Uh, we need engaged volunteers. We have about 600 volunteers. They, uh, they make things done and we need to nurture that and to be very, very sensitive to their needs. They need to have a pleasant experience of working at the CIA. There are new practices where I think that we need to improve the support that we give to those new practices. And that includes investment, climate change, financial planning, and health. And finally, uh, some words about the International Actuarial Association. Like any other international associations that I've been in, exposed to some of those in, in my career, they face significant challenges in reconciling the interests of the old members of the association versus the new one, the big one versus the small one. And if there's one country that can help in facing those challenges, it is the Canadians. We are very well perceived around the world. Canadian actuaries have been involved in many, many international projects. The world knows that we are adaptable, we are flexible, and we are respectful of the difference in opinion. So I hope that Jackie, together with Michelin, Michelin Zian is going to play an important role in the IAA, will help make sure that the IAA has a role. Okay, well, we've covered a lot of ground today. Do you have any final comments before we wrap up? Well, I want to say that I've been very proud of being president of a successful organization and a very, very promising profession. I want to thank all the volunteers, the board members, my other PEs, and at office. It was a great privilege of working with you. What we do as actuary is important. We contribute to the well-being of Canadians in the financial sector. What we do is challenging. The world is changing, and it is in a changing world that people with good skills like we have can make a difference. And finally, our future is exciting. The financial sector is changing, and people with our skills, especially our math skills and our really our communication skills. Uh, these people will make a difference in the future. I will be watching. I won't stop reading uh, actuarial issues and I'll be watching the future of the profession and I'm quite confident, Chris. Okay, very good. Well, thank you for serving as president this past year and thanks for joining us on the episode today. Thanks. Thanks to you, Chris, and the other uh, staff at head office. We now have several dozen episodes in our podcast series, so we certainly encourage you all to subscribe, and you can do so through Spotify or Apple or whatever platform you use to get your podcasts. And if you like today's episode, we'd ask you to leave a five-star rating or a comment, and we would like to hear from you. So please send any suggestions for episode ideas to podcasts at cia-ica.ca. As well, we're always looking for content to put on our Seeing Beyond Risk blog. So if you have some ideas you would like to share, you can reach us at seeingbeyondrisk at cia-ica.ca. Until next time, I'm Chris Fivoli, and thank you for tuning in to Seeing Beyond Risk.